0: Good morning Anchor, this is Kayleigh Chella checking in. Here's what you need to know for the day. With President Trump intensifying his rift with US trading partners, economists are growing more doubtful that any deal that might benefit American workers and companies is in sight. Instead, many analysts say they expect the Trump administration to impose more tariffs on China and potentially other key U.S. trading partners. With those nations almost certain to retaliate, the result could be higher prices for Americans, diminished export sales, and a weaker U.S. economy by next year. In an interview with CNBC that aired on Friday morning, Trump renewed his threat to ultimately slap tariffs on a total of $500 billion of imports from China, roughly equal to all the goods Beijing ships annually to the United States. The president has already imposed tariffs of $34 billion in Chinese goods, and Beijing has retaliated with tariffs on an equal amount of American exports. The White House has also itemized $200 billion of additional Chinese imports that it said may be subject to tariffs. In addition, Trump has told the Commerce Department to investigate whether imported autos and auto parts threaten America's national security, the same justification the president has invoked for other tariffs he has imposed or threatened, including on imported steel and aluminum. If the answer is yes, the administration says it could slap a 20-25% to 25% tariff on $335 billion of auto imports. Higher car prices for American consumers would inevitably follow. On Friday morning, Trump, for a second day, also criticized the Federal Reserve, breaking with a long-standing tradition at the White House of avoiding any influence, real or perceived, on the independence of the U.S. Central Bank. Simultaneously, he accused China of allowing its tightly controlled currency to drift lower against the dollar, a move that could help Chinese exporters by making their goods more affordable overseas. In a tweet, the president said, quote, China, the European Union and others have been manipulating their currencies and interest rates lower while the US is raising rates while the dollar gets stronger and stronger with each passing day, taking away our big competitive edge. Last month, the Fed raised its benchmark rate for a second time this year and projected two more increases in 2018. Its rate hikes are meant to prevent the economy from overheating and igniting high inflation. But rate increases also make borrowing costlier for households and companies and can weaken growth. Analysts say they're becoming more convinced that Trump's multi-front trade fights aren't merely a short-term negotiating ploy. Rather, he may be prepared to wait as long as he feels it necessary to force other countries to adopt trade rules more favorable to the United States. The Associated Press reports that President Trump's former personal lawyer secretly recorded Trump discussing a potential payment for a former Playboy model's account of having an affair with him. But the payment was never made. That's according to Trump attorney Rudy Giuliani, who confirmed the recording and said it shows Trump did nothing wrong. Former Trump lawyer Michael Cohen surreptitiously made the recording two months before Trump's 2016 election, according to a person familiar with a federal investigation into Cohen that brought the tape to light. The FBI now has it, according to the person who spoke to the Associated Press on condition of anonymity to discuss the ongoing inquiry. The conversation between Trump and Cohen came weeks after the National of parent company reached a $150,000 deal to pay ex-playmate Karen McDougal for her story of a 2006 affair, which it never published, a tabloid practice known as catch and kill. Trump denies the affair ever happened. The company, American Media Inc., is run by Trump friend and supporter David Pecker. The company's payment effectively silenced McDougal through the election, though, days beforehand, news of the deal emerged in the Wall Street Journal. At the time, a Trump spokeswoman said his campaign had, quote, no knowledge of any of this. But in the recorded conversation, he and Cohen appear to be discussing purchasing the rights to McDougal's story from the Enquirer's parent company, according to the person familiar with the investigation. Giuliani told the AP on Friday that the conversation between the two men was very brief. Giuliani said, quote, The transaction that Michael is talking about on the tape never took place, but what's important is, if it did take place, the president said it has to be done correctly, and it has to be done by check to keep a proper record of it. The development will likely revive questions about what other recordings of Trump's conversations might exist. A former Trump organization executive told the AP last year that as a businessman, Trump himself occasionally recorded his phone calls, although Trump once denied doing so. The FBI raided Cohen's office, home, and hotel room back in April, amid an investigation into his business dealings, including any information on payments to McDougal. Meanwhile, a government watchdog group has asked the Justice Department and the Federal Election Commission to investigate whether AMI's payment to the former centerfold amounted to an unreported and illegal corporate campaign contribution. The Cohen investigation by federal prosecutors in New York is separate from an ongoing inquiry by special counsel Robert Mueller into potential coordination between the Trump campaign and Russia. Cohen hasn't been charged with any crime. At least 11 people, including children, died after a boat carrying tourists on a Missouri lake capsized and sank Thursday night, according to the local sheriff. Stone County Sheriff Doug Rader said five people remained missing and seven others were hospitalized after a ride the duck's boat sank on Table Rock Lake in Branson. A spokeswoman for the Cox Medical Center, Branson, said four adults and three children arrived at the hospital shortly after the incident. Two adults were in critical condition and the others were treated for minor injuries. Rader said the stormy weather was believed to be the cause of the capsizing. Another duck boat on the lake was able to safely make it back to shore. Steve Lindenberg, a National Weather Service meteorologist in Springfield, Missouri, said the agency issued a severe thunderstorm warning for the Branson area Thursday evening. Lindenberg said winds reached speeds of more than 60 miles an hour. Duck boats, known for their ability to travel on land and in water, have been involved in other deadly incidents in the past. They include one in 2015 in Seattle in which five college students were killed when a boat collided with a bus, and one in 1999 that left 13 people dead after the boat sank near Hot Springs, Arkansas. Safety advocates have sought improvements to the boats since the Arkansas incident. Critics argued that part of the problem is numerous agencies regulate the boats with varying safety requirements. Duck boats were originally used by the U.S. military in World War II to transport troops and supplies and were later modified for use as sightseeing vehicles. And that's it for your Saturday morning news. For more or for breaking stories, follow us on Twitter at Anchor. That's at A-N-C-H-O-R.